Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our usually live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. We're here to talk about, well, mostly we're talking about this Sunday's all-women's pay-per-view, but we're also going to talk about this past week in professional wrestling, which means we're going to talk about the terrible stuff that happened on Raw, the not uneventful stuff that happened on SmackDown, and, uh, yeah, like I said, recapping, uh, or giving predictions for this Sunday's Evolution pay-per-view. I'm Owen, and, uh, normally we're streaming this live over at Twitch, at twitch.tv slash ozoneonline, but this week the schedule's a bit weird, so I'm here on a Tuesday night just recording this show by myself because... Uh, if if you don't know, I am traveling over to the UK on Wednesday night, so I was unable to record a podcast then, so I missed NXT and the Mae Young Classic and all that stuff. But I did make sure to watch Raw and SmackDown this week, so we are going to talk about some professional wrestling. So, hope everyone's doing good. Um, I'm still in the midst of packing. Because I have uh, my day job stuff tomorrow, and then immediately from there, I'm heading to the airport and going to London for a week. Because, as most of you guys know, I'm from Philadelphia, and a huge Eagles fan, and they are playing a game over there. So, obviously, I have to travel and see that game. So, I'm taking a little time, having a nice vacation. The good news is that I should be back in time uh, the following Wednesday to do Heel Turn in its regular time, streaming online and all that good stuff. So hopefully we can get all that settled and uh, working as normal. But yeah, not 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 a whole much, not a whole lot else happening. Just getting ready for a big travel because uh, I've never been to Europe, so I'm very excited about that. Going to see London. Gonna stop over in Paris, check all that out, and I'll—I'm sure I'll tell you all about it on uh, on the podcast next week. But if you want to follow along, I do have an Instagram that I'm sure I'll be posting pictures and stories and all that cool social media stuff. So follow me on Instagram at Owen underscore Douglas with two S's, and you'll get all that good stuff. But yeah, uh, this has been an eventful week in wrestling, so uh, we should head on over to the wrestling news. So the first bit of wrestling news is not all that great. To be fair, none of the wrestling news this week is good, because I got two stories here. But the first one kind of came out of nowhere, and it's real, real bad. So, Roman Reigns is the Universal Champion, and on Monday's episode of Raw, he broke the news that he has been fighting leukemia for 11 years, and it has come back, and he has to go away to fight it. So, he had to relinquish the belt, 
no longer the champion, no longer in the triple threat match in the in the Crown Jewel show live on the WWE Network. And uh, if you haven't watched the clip of him cutting this promo, and I say promo in quotation marks, uh, it's on YouTube. It's all over everywhere. Everyone's talking about this. It's a big deal. Straight up breaks character, explains the whole situation, and how WWE gave him an opportunity. And and I'm gonna give uh, Roman like huge credit for you know not using this previously to try to get a, an upper hand or like have a sob story or try to make himself a babyface by being sympathetic. Like he's been dealing with. Uh, leukemia for 11 years and this is the first time any of us have heard about it and that's like it's not a storyline I see some terrible terrible people on the internet trying to say oh it's all work yeah WWE has uh, especially this month has this whole uh, cancer awareness thing going so they wouldn't do a storyline about cancer is a very real thing. It's terrible. I wish him all the best. It's just a real bad situation. Uh, we recorded a, a premium podcast, which is going up on Friday. Me and uh, Trace, our my my new Japan correspondent, and we touched on this lightly on there. And uh, Trace shares some personal you know, experience with leukemia. Fortunately, he doesn't have it, but you know. Loved ones of his have had it. And if you want to hear all that, uh, you know, it's over at Patreon.cool, but it's it's not great. The podcast is great. I mean, leukemia in general, not great. Real, real shame. Like, can't even really joke about this one. Like, sure, you know, remains the character. Still dislike him. Don't like the way he's portrayed. And how he always constantly wins, but uh, the person behind it, never a problem with him. And no one deserves this. So wish him all the best, you know, get get better, fight this off, come back, let me boo you again. We'll do this whole thing all over again, don't worry about it, buddy. And uh, then we move on to the other big news story, and uh, not, not not a lot of news because it's only Tuesday. Usually, I have an extra day to gather stuff, but Tuesday on Tuesday we got an update on the uh, the Crown Jewel show, which is supposed to be taking place November second in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Which, if you've been living under a rock, that's not the best place to do anything especially be a journalist because the story just keeps getting worse and worse there they straight up killed that guy now they're admitting it it's terrible um the first thing is that i had some people uh, approach me and ask about rumors that john cena and danny bryan had pulled out of the show because of where it's taking place. And I can tell you as of now, John Cena is indeed not going to show at Crown Jewel if it's in Saudi Arabia. 
That's it's weird because on Monday they and even on Tuesday they're still promoting him for being in this World Cup that tournament of sorts. But yeah, he's not going to be there if they do it in Saudi Arabia. Daniel Bryan, on the other hand, can't get full confirmation on that one. I mean, I would believe it, but I can't say for certain that that's the case because he's currently slated to be in a WWE Championship match with AJ Styles. So it'll be interesting to see what happens if it indeed continues down this path of taking place in Saudi Arabia. But that brings me to the other half of the news, being that WWE, apparently, according to Barstool Sports, WWE is apparently trying to uh, scramble and find a new location for the show. Not sure where it would be, and not sure how they would be able to retain all the talent, because... People like Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels are expecting big paydays from this show. And if they pull out and no longer get that Saudi Arabia money, I don't know where it's going to come from. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because they're running out of time. It is is quickly approaching. It's the week. It's the Sunday after next, I believe. Or no, excuse me, the Friday after next. Even worse. Jesus. Not, I'm, do I think they'll actually do the show in Saudi Arabia? If they can't find another place, I'm pretty sure they're going to do it. Because WWE loves dollar signs. And if that's the case, then this website and this podcast will not be covering that show. Because that is just the lowest of the low. And I don't put that past Vince McMahon. He would totally do that. So we'll have to see what comes out of this uh, by the time I'm doing the podcast next week there should be a definitive answer because any closer would be too late so we'll, we'll keep monitoring that situation and uh, that's all I've got for the news we can talk about uh, briefly talk about the uh, what's going on with the weekly television Heads up that if you haven't looked at the time of this podcast, it's it's a bit of a shorter one this week. Because, again, having to prepare for travel. Trying to squeeze this podcast in because we do not skip weeks on Heel Turn. Despite, you know, overcoming difficulties such as having to travel on the day of the show. or Or having your co-host turn into dust. I make it work, man. Don't worry about it. So, weekly TV, the big things to come out of this show, of course, the Roman Reigns leukemia thing. Um, Elias turning face, which is a weird decision. But, yeah. Uh, Elias apparently turned baby face on Raw and hit Baron Corbin with his guitar. Not sure what's up with that. Like, Elias... I, I, I guess that Elias gets a big reaction and people love him. But I think they love to hate him. So I'm not sure how this will go if he just straight up turns into a full-fledged baby face. 
Like, my my guess is that the crowd may sour on it if he doesn't continue to have that edge. But I could be wrong. I mean, who could have expected Elias to be anything after he's running NXT? But who knows? Uh, the other big thing is that we have the shield, or what's left of the shield, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose win the Raw Tag Team Championships in the main event. How about that? Eventful stuff happening on Raw the week after I attend. Who could have seen that coming? I'm not on video this week, but my hand is raised. So yeah, they won the belts. And then after the match, Dean Ambrose snapped and uh, obliterated Seth Rollins and turned heel. The thing that we all thought was going to happen, happened. Sooner than we expected. But perfectly timed. All things considered. Because with Roman Reigns going away and emotions being high, why not break apart the shield even further? Without Roman, there's no point. So let's rush this thing and let's kick Seth Rollins while he's down. It's, it's weird. It was a weird thing. There's some funny crowd reactions going on. But overall, I think it was effective. It was sudden. It was surprising. It was vicious. And uh, all things considered, Seth Rollins deserves it after what he did to the Shield the first time. Good on Dean for getting interesting, maybe getting a push. I'm guessing they're going to drop those tag belts and it's going to turn into an Intercontinental title feud. Which, you know, I'm not sure where that leaves the winner of the Universal title. Because with Brock Lesnar only signing on for this one show, pretty sure he's not going to win the belt. So... Either Braun Strowman is the champion, who also oddly turned babyface. I think I'm not. I'm not quite sure. But either he wins the belt and starts looking for some heel competition, which I'm guessing would be Drew McIntyre. That's a weird world title feud. Or it uh, the match gets thrown out and some other option. Becomes available. Like a tournament or something. Or a battle royal. I'm, I'm leaning more toward the tournament probably. Or qualifying matches for a multi-man match. Not sure what they'll do. Maybe they'll just give the belt to Braun finally. But uh. Yeah. That's uh. That's how Raw's going. It's a bunch of people turning. That's weird. On the SmackDown side of things, we had Rey Mysterio fighting against The Miz, which, uh, funny enough, while I was watching this segment, a friend of the show, Oscar, came to the realization that the reason it's called Miz TV is because it abbreviates to MTV, which is the show that the channel that The Miz was on. No shit. That was a Phoenix Down moment for that guy. It was pretty impressive. 
But yeah, Rey Mysterio had his, uh, his another singles match with The Miz, and he continues to look really good. I'm really happy with how great in shape and how motivated he seems to be on this run. Uh, what else happened on SmackDown tonight? I mean, Shane McMahon showed up again to kind of promote the women's pay-per-view, I guess. Uh, we had another Usos versus uh, Brian and AJ Styles thing where they got into a comp- They mixed up signals. Oh, no. They're, they can't cooperate with the tag team. Can't, couldn't see that coming. That old trope's being drug around because we need to build this feud somehow. I much preferred the build with Styles and Samoa Joe. Rusev and English's feud kind of got blown off this week, which was kind of weird. And, uh, the other big thing that's not related to the women, since I'll be discussing that um, when we do our predictions for the show, is that we had uh, the big show with Kobe Kingston fight into a no contest because uh, apparently... I had asked last week, and apparently it's true, uh, the Big Show has joined the bar, which is awesome. Um, the website still only lists Cesaro and Sheamus as the champions, but I think they should Freebird style that and give Big Show the belt. He's uh, he's looking great. I'm happy to see him around again, and uh, he works really well with Sheamus and Cesaro. And it evens up the playing field with the the new day. And gives them a bit of an advantage with the big guy. So, I'm all for it. it this is just the uh, injection of freshness that this few needed. And I'm looking forward to where they go from here. Maybe Probably a six-man tag at the pay-per-view. Maybe a six-man for the belts. If that's possible. We'll have to see. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much what happened on uh, the weekly TV this week. Again, I was... uh, I'm recording this on Tuesday night, so... Can't discuss NXT. Can't discuss... uh, Well, I could have discussed the the, uh, MMC, but... I am very tired and I've got a lot to do to still prepare for this trip. So I couldn't really... Add an extra half hour to my time of watching wrestling this week. But this Sunday, it is WWE Evolution. First all women's pay per view that they're kind of promoting, but also sounds like they're promoting the Crown Jewel show much more. Just kind of fucked up, all things considered. But I, whatever. I think this show is going to be a mixed bag. I think there's going to be some real good and some real bad. And uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's run down the card and uh, discuss the, the builds and uh, what I think is going to happen on Sunday. So first up is the Women's Battle Royal with a chance to 
win a title shot. That's not guaranteed, I guess. Because after this Battle Royal was announced and Naomi was placed in it, uh, she was not happy on Twitter. And she straight up posted like, yeah, I won a Battle Royal at WrestleMania. That trophy disappeared. Also, I never got that title shot. That's kind of fucked up. So, I'm not going to put any, uh, you know, real hopes of any sort into this Battle Royal because I don't think anything's going to result out of it. It's just an excuse to throw a bunch of women on the show instead of, you know, giving us more singles matches or tag matches. Like, actual storylines and chances for these people to spotlight themselves instead of being in a clusterfuck. But oh well. I've got, as of uh, Tuesday night, here are all the confirmed participants Tamina, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Ember Moon, Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Asuka, Mandy Rose, Sonia Deville, Carmella, Lana, Naomi, Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool, Alunda Blaze, Ivory, Kelly Kelly, Maria Canellis, Molly Holly, and Zelina Vega. I believe Zelina Vega was announced this week. Yep. That's 21 people. And I don't think that's going to be all of them. I wish it was less. I wish more of these women were in actual matches. But I expect some of the NXT and the Mayon Classic participants to also be added to make this a full 30, at least. Who's gonna win? I, I don't fucking know. Uh, I'm gonna guess Naomi's gonna win again. And she's not gonna get a title shot again, because fuck it. Fuck it. Now, if I want a dark horse that's not actually in this... I would like to see Karma come back and win it. But I know that's a long shot and probably not, has like zero chance of happening, but I think that'd be cool. This match is not going to be worth anyone's time, though, so... If there's a kickoff show for this, they should maybe put it on there. Uh, after that, we have a six-woman tag... Between the Riot Squad, which is Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, and Liv Morgan, taking on Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalia. Why, why is this, why is this happening? Um, because the Riot Squad like to cause chaos and squirt mustard on doors. I guess. And Natalia and Bailey are like, ah, we should stop them. And Sasha Banks came back. From being dead and said, I'm mid just in time for the pay per view. Let me be in this nonsense six person tag. Instead of it being Sasha versus Bailey, like it should be. I actually could see this match being when Sasha turns on Bailey, but that's me being too hopeful, so that's probably not going to happen. I'm sure this is going to be a basic paint-by-numbers 
Once again, just like every other iteration of this match we've had over the past few weeks, it's going to be fine. The the good the good guys are going to win. And uh I really wish that turn would happen though. Sasha's much better as a heel. And this whole Sasha and Bailey relationship thing has kind of died. And with her being injured, it could be a good spot for a clean slate. We'll have to see how that turns out. Don't get your hopes up. We had the Bay Young Classic Finals, which uh, this podcast is going up Wednesday morning. So if you don't, if you're gonna watch the the semifinals tonight on uh, on the WWE Network, maybe maybe not listen to this part. Maybe skip ahead a few minutes. All right, you good? All right, the Mayon Classic Finals are Io Shirai versus Tony Storm. P- pretty predictable, considering who's left. Uh, the WWE apparently loves these Japanese ladies and pushing them to the moon. So Io Shirai has made it all the way. But then there's Tony Storm, who has a great look and a, a great in-ring presence. She's she's pretty much a total package. Great great for the WWE. But uh yeah, she didn't win that well, again, another spoiler. She didn't win that NXT UK women's title in that tournament they had. So my guess is that they've been saving her up to push her here and have her win this tournament. Especially considering they just had uh Kyrie Sane win it the previous year and now she's you know where she is in a prominent role on this card. So we don't really need Ayo Shirai to also go there. My guess is it's gonna be Tony time, Tony Storms wins, and I don't what do they win? Do they win a title opportunity? And will they actually get the title opportunity? Who can say? But I'm I'm feeling Tony Storm on this one. They've been saving her up, and she is very much what WWE is looking for. After that, we have a par- they said all the titles are on the line, so I'm guessing the NXT UK's uh, women's title should be on the line. So Rhea Ripley should be defending her belt against someone. They haven't said jack shit about it. So maybe it's not happening. Don't know. Maybe maybe we'll have a segment where she calls out an open challenge during the show. And is answered by some surprise person. Who can say? My guess is they're just not going to have her on the show at all. Or if they are, they're going to put her in the Battle Royal because we can't have nice things. And also, considering the fact that the UK Women's t- Tournament hasn't even aired on the network yet. Or ha- I don't even think it's been announced on the network yet, so maybe they're just going to treat treat it like it doesn't exist yet. That'll be interesting. But speaking of NXT Women t- Belts, the NXT Women's Championship... The North American one, 
the, the, the main one is up for grabs is Kyrie Sane defense against Shayna Baszler in a rematch of the last takeover. I was really impressed with their last match. I have said nothing but bad things about the May Young Classic Finals last year. I made sh- I made damn sure it was on our top ten worst matches of the year. But yeah, that uh, what a difference a few months makes. These two have been crushing it. I've been enjoying what they've been doing at NXT. Uh, with Shayna Baylor just destroying everyone we love, including Britt Baker last week. And Kyrie Sane having this newfound fire, which is able to push her over the edge and be able to defeat Shayna Baszler. This would be a good one. I think I think uh, with EO losing earlier, I think it's time for uh, Kyrie Sane to retain her belt and give the crowd a uh, happy ending on that one. I'm I'm curious if we're going to get some interactions backstage between Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Because maybe, you know, with them both on the show, if somehow Shayna was... I'm going to guess Shayna's not going to win the belt, but that could open the door for her coming to the main roster, maybe accompanying Ronda Rousey to the ring to even odds against the Bella Twins. That that could be a thing. Would it be a one-night thing? Uh, probably. I don't think they're quite ready to fully introduce the four horsewomen. But I would like to see Shayna Baszler graduate sooner rather than later. So Kyrie Sane is my pick on that one. Now we're getting to the two big matches of the show. The first one being... My personal main event. The SmackDown women's title being defended in a last woman standing match. First one of those, apparently, in the WWE. It's Becky Lynch defending against Charlotte Flair. And this feud has been great. Ever since Becky turned heel, I've been full Team Becky on this. Charlotte has been... Just the worst, even though they're trying to paint her as a baby face. It's not working. No one likes Charlotte. Everyone wants to love Becky. They tried once again this week to uh, make us love Charlotte and hate Becky by uh, showing us footage of Charlotte at the NXT, or excuse me, at the WWE Performance Center with a bunch of NXT uh, women. You know, giving a speech about, oh, you know, I'm so nervous getting here, and I worked real hard, and I became the best, and I won all the stuff, and oh, man, just put in the hard work, and have respect for everyone, and you'll succeed. And then Becky shows up and says, uh, fuck that, don't have friends, hate everyone, look at me, I got the belt, that's what you want, you want to be the champ? You gotta say fuck everyone. Fuck you. And they got into a spat, and uh, Becky kind of threw Charlotte into the the practice ring and into the steps. So she she was carried off. 
I'm still rooting for Becky. Becky's the best. Screw Charlotte. She's a flare. Did she? They they did cut a show a promo, you know, a staring at the camera promo of Charlotte being all teary eyes. And, oh, she went over the edge there, and oh, I, I beat her up now. No, no tears, Charlotte. You got a problem? Fight. Fight. Use your fists. It's wrestling. Becky gets it. She had a beef with you. She beat the shit out of you. Now she's the champ. She's going to beat the shit out of her again at this in this match. I can't wait to see how creative they can be. And considering how few matches there are and how long this pay-per-view is, they should give them like at least 30 minutes. I want to see a lengthy match here. And I want to see some innovative spots. I I don't want to see them like tying people's feet th- to together or any of that crap. Because we already had that with the the Chompa Gargana match. But I wanna see I wanna see a good a good you know aggressive match with these two and a lengthy one at least a half hour. They can steal the show. I do also think Becky's gonna retain the belt because everyone loves Becky. Keep her the champion as long as you can. Come on. What are you doing? Yeah. That's my pick, Becky Lynch. She's the best. She's my favorite woman on any of the brands right now. She's got it. She's got to do it. And then the main event for the Raw Women's title. Ronda Rousey defending against Nikki Bella. On paper, this seems like total horseshit. But in practice, with this build, it could be good. I don't think the matches could be good, but I think the story's pretty good. Nikki's whole story is that she is a diva from that time. The longest reigning diva's champion, if you don't know. And that she kickstarted this whole thing. She started the diva's revolution, as everyone's taking credit for. And uh, she's going to... She doesn't deserve... uh, Ronda Rousey does not deserve the belt. She does, so she's going to take it from her. And uh, she's trying to provoke and get into Ronda's head. And Ronda's just like, yeah, you're full of shit. I'm big and tough, and I'm going to I'm just gonna let you slap me in the face in this contract signing. But it only makes me, you know, seething on, under, on, on the inside building it up until the bell rings in our match, and I'm going to annihilate you. And I think that this match is going to be a bunch of smoke and mirrors. Especially with the other Bella around, it's going to be a bunch of interference, you know, ref bumps, stuff on the outside, stuff that's not really Ronda's wheelhouse. And, hell, like I said before, I think that uh, Shayna Baszler is going to interfere. And just make this a whole mess. This is going to be a messy match. It's not going to be great. I've enjoyed the the build, though. I'll give you that. I'm impressed. That, that segment I saw in person last week actually won me over. 
And, you know, contractually, because we high-fived at the Rumble, I'm still BFFs with Ronda Rousey. Despite some of her not great opinions outside of wrestling. Yeah. Ronda's going to retain the belt. It'd be really funny if Nikki won the belt. But Ronda's too big of a star. It's going to be messy. It's not going to be... It's not going to be pretty, but she's going to win the belt. Uh, she's going to retain the belt and end the show on with fireworks or something. Can't believe it. She's the best. Uh... But yeah, that's pretty much it for, uh, for Evolution, which is this Sunday on the WWE Network. I'm going to have to figure out how to watch that in the UK because... I don't know if my network subscription works while I'm over there. And if it does, I'm going to have to watch it at, like, in the middle of the night, like 3 in the morning. Which is going to be brutal, because that Sunday, I'll have woken up early to go to the Eagles game. <laughs> so, I have a feeling I'm not going to watch that live. I'm going to have to watch that on tape delay. <laughs> I I got to figure out how to watch all the wrestling coming up because it's just gonna be messy with the time zone difference and all that. But it'll be an experience. It's my first time over there, like I said. So remember to follow me on Instagram at Owen underscore Douglas with two S's for uh you know, me chron chronicling all the bullshit that I get into there. I have some friends, um I'm going to get into trouble, don't worry. Philadelphian, I have to get in trouble. But that's it for the show. That's it. Like I said, it's a bit of a shorter episode, but circumstances. This has been a production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot .cool. Uh, we do this podcast normally live every Wednesday. Uh, I guess with the Mayon Classic ending this week, we'll be back to our normal 9 o'clock time slot. That'll be nice. But yeah, next week, 9 o'clock. He'll turn over at twitch.tv slash online. And if you want to follow the website, our website is prowrestling.cool. Actual URL that you could type in. Also, if you want to support us on Patreon, it's patreon.cool. That URL also works. And uh, for at least a dollar a month, which is about 25 cents a show, you get all our show notes. If you bump that up to the 9.99 tier, give us a, uh, a network subscription. We'll give you a premium podcast every month. Uh, like I said, on Monday, me and Trace recorded a premium podcast. Uh, we discussed New Japan. The, the Roman Reigns news just broke before we started, so we talked about that. Some personal stories were shared there. We addressed the Saudi Arabia stuff. It's it's a really good podcast, and hopefully you you enjoy us uh, enjoy me doing this enough to want to check that one out. Uh, if you want to follow social media, Facebook.com. Either search for ProWrestling.Cool or Facebook.com slash PWDOTC. Twitter, 
at PWDOTC or at the heel turn. And my personal Twitter is at the underscore ozone. Pretty, pretty easy. But yeah, that's it. That's heel turn. Thank you all so much for listening. Apologies for the shortness and the not being live. But I need to go prepare to leave the country. Which is a bigger deal. That's it. Uh, Like I said, back next Wednesday with a live episode. And until then... This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.